Black Friday on Truth Be Told with DT and Telly is powered by We Energies. Energy you can depend on. It's our favorite black businesses. Assuming you're rooting for everybody that's black. Yeah. That's right, you heard the man. Yes, this is Black Friday, powered by We Energies. Welcome back to Two Pitos with DC and Telly for our number two. And DC, before we get to our guests, I gotta say, it's already been a bombshell. What? That's what we do. And we've got we've got a ton, a ton of smoke or heat. I would prefer to say on the YouTube, the YouTube message board. They, they have a lot of thoughts about the interview. Uh, Barbara Smith on the YouTube message board says we have had a president confined to a wheelchair. One of our most popular presidents was nearly disabled due to back pain disease. So Biden's physical abilities as an older man is not an issue to me. And uh, in terms of the confined to a wheelchair president, that would be for those that uh, are not familiar with our previous presidents. That would be Franklin D. Roosevelt and the president with the back pain issues, uh, John F. Kennedy, John Fitzgerald Kennedy. I, you know, I, I will just say this. You know, Franklin D. Roosevelt was known for uh, during the oh, I think it was the World War Two. Um, He was very diplomatic in terms of his support for atomic bombs. And if you've seen the movie Oppenheimer, which I recommend y'all see because it's great. I loved it. It's long, but it's, it's very informative. You know, different times call for different type of leadership. And for me, Barbara, in this current state of the union, or as we also know as the Republic or the United States of America, And when you have also, Barbara, think about it. When President Roosevelt and President Kennedy were in office, you didn't have social media. You didn't have 24-hour news. You didn't have a lot of access and visibility. So for him to be, excuse me, confined to a wheelchair and for President Kennedy to suffer from major back pain and had multiple surgeries, we as the voting Americans, we didn't see a lot of that. We just read the news. We listened to the radio. So now that you've added on the component of where we have access to our presidents in ways that we've never had before in terms of seeing how they engage day to day, et cetera. I, I think you're kind of, I think that's kind of comparing apples to oranges because how the American yeah. people see yeah. the presidents engage with the presidents now is not the same as it was when president Roosevelt was in office, like in the you know forties and president Kennedy was in office during the sixties. And by the way, as Mr. Harrison uh, stated, And Telly, we've had this conversation before. The president, as far as my top five, that gets stuff done, one of them was Lyndon B. Johnson. I've said that over and over and over again. I saw your face when uh, he said that name. Man, what? I was like, see? (laughs) And you know, it's like we... we, He brought you back. After the the in-shape comment, he brought you back with that one. Well, just like, you know, my, my brother, one of our value listeners, Thomas Tucker, was saying, you know, like, why... Are we comparing or no, that wasn't the comment. Hold on. Let me, let me get it. It was, um, Oh, the British have never had problems with the queen's age. And I was like, that's again, comparing apples to oranges. We're, we're not talking about the church of England. We're talking about either like we could compare the prime minister, but not the Royal British monarchy. So this is important. Why we yeah. got to continue to have these conversations and increase our awareness and our knowledge. 
It's very, very important. Yes, because if And, Denise, yeah. what a great segue because uh, you want to talk about increasing our knowledge about everything, not just politics, but about nutrition and everything. And, again, just to pick up where we left off yesterday's show, we were talking about uh, how the several stores were selling um, uh, expired foods and things of that nature. And I went into my Rolodex. Uh, do people still have black books? I don't know. But uh, I went into and I reached out to a friend and we're joined live by Patrick Muhammad, who is a black farmer in Georgia. Hey, hey, good morning. And talk to you, Patrick. Brother? Man, I'm doing fine. Uh, it's an honor to be on your show. And, and DT, I don't know if you know this, but he's smooth and he has poise in these interviews. But this young man had the smoothest crossover. And his release was so awesome. The brother never got rattled. So I watch his I interviews it. now. And, and look at the younger version, and I'm just marveled at at what he has become. So, you know, East St. Louis, you know, we we're proud of our our citizens and what we do. And he's just a, a stellar example uh, of being a, a model young man. So I'm proud of you, buddy. Good to be on your Aww, show. Oh, I love this. Thank you so and much, I'm... Patrick. I appreciate that. And I ain't even pay him to say that, DT. Ain't that so bad? <laughs> Not at all. Uh, man, not Patrick, at all. I appreciate you sharing that because as I'm continuing to get to know Telly, my first impression was like, he's an L7, but Telly is one of my favorite people on earth and I'm learning so much from him. So when I hear other people who have experienced Telly as a friend, brother, et cetera, it's always nothing but love. So thank you for just further uh, adding to his already great reputation. Um, so, so Telly, you know, I'm excited. I just want to sit back. And, and listen and understand. I'm sure Truth Nation does too. By the way, if y'all have questions, because Patrick is about to drop some gems, if you have questions mm-hmm. or whatever questions you have, the Truth and Talk Talk text line is 833-212-1017. Well, Patrick, I'm going to get straight to it. And you could just take us to uh, our your plight to becoming a farmer. I recall when you went to school, you went to Kentucky State, and then mm-hmm. you got into education, you were a principal, and then next thing you know, mm-hmm. you're a farmer. Tell us That's the, right. the, the, right. you know, the process it took to get to where you are now. A- absolutely, um, you all. And if my Wi-Fi is wonky, just let me know. But I'm, I'm actually sitting in a conference now. I have 50 black farmers behind me. And we're in a conference about estate planning. And that's so apropos if you think about it. The reason I got into farming is in East St. Louis, we were protected from the realities of the world. Yes, it was tough. Yes, the conditions weren't ideal, but we knew nothing other than what we had. So it was perfect for us. And so as I began to travel and I went to Kentucky and I was like, what all this grass like, (laughs) and all these animals and I began to look at people's properties and realize that these children are growing up on 30, 40, 50 acre properties that were passed down to them in generations. And so they had a 
a jump start to where all of us have to get at the starting blocks. We run our race. There's no relay. You know, our parents don't pass us anything. We got to go back and start all over. I wanted to learn how can I um, pass on to the next generation a head start. And so it's, it's funny as we talk about the presidents, I was thinking about uh, Trump during this time. And I started studying white wealth. And as studying white wealth, a large percentage of their wealth came and comes from farmland. Mm. And so at that point, I said, how can I acquire land? Now, at this point, you know, we lived in Atlanta, lived in decent housing. And, you know, I'm working to get that man cave, you know, so I could put up, you know, uh, uh, pictures of Kobe in uh, being interviewed by Telly and hang it up. And, you know, I'm looking for that ideal man cave stuff. Right. And in that, uh, I realized that I couldn't pass down my children, my principal's parking space. My father told me one day, he said, son. As soon as you out there, they'll have another principal the next day. You got to get something you can leave your children. And so I went on a quest to uh, look for land. And by God's grace, my home in <clears throat> East St. Louis probably had a 30-foot backyard. My wife and I purchased a farm with 31 acres with no experience. Okay. Now, we were that family that we couldn't even keep the plant alive that you got from the funeral that they give you that's just going to stay alive. Like, we even killed that plant, right? <laughs> <laughs> we had dogs that the pound had picked up. Right, so we didn't, we didn't have that experience. But we moved to 31 acres with no experience, you all. And now I would not change it for the world. My children have raised cattle, sheep, horses, chicken, bees. Um, I, I pick vegetables from the garden. During, during COVID, we didn't have to go to the grocery store. Man. I had pounds, pounds of lamb and beef in the freezer and veggies inside the garden. And so the quality of life that we live now is priceless. And since 2014, we purchased it. We have helped over 22 families, Black families, move from the subdivision to live on farms. Listen to that, DT. I, I'm over <laughs> here taking notes, making my grocery list in terms of what I'm about to grow. Now, so, <laughs> Brother Muhammad, I got to ask you this, because I know a lot of listeners, they're, they're intrigued by this ability, because one of the key phrases that you stated was, we started from scratch. Mm -hmm. As we are as we're reporting more about food insecurities in this country and where you have grocery stores that are selling, not donating, but selling expired food. They have food that they're selling that has been surrounded by, you know, rodents and mice species, et cetera. What yeah. what what are some of the conversations that you're hearing when you talk to fellow farmers, especially black mm -hmm. farmers that are are producing food that's ultimately going to these grocery stores. What are you hearing? DT, um, I want to take us back just for a moment. Telly and I Please. grew up enjoying Chinese food. But Telly yeah. and I cannot tell you, we can't even tell you who worked inside the place. They had this little bitty... <laughs> 
Then they would slide yeah. the food out to the glass proof slide window. it. Yeah. Glass proof, right? And oh so in I'm our community, that. listen to this, DT, in our community, that became acceptable as quality food. Mm. So we didn't look or desire anything different because that was acceptable. So now the grocery stores that they put inside of our communities, that food that we're getting that's that's displayed for immediate purchase is five, six, seven months old. And it's the reject food that has come from the big box stores. So the cancer and the diabetes that we're suffering in our community Mm. is because we don't get the best quality. We get the worst quality. And when we want to splurge, we go to fast food, right? We're Mm. a drive-through generation. So one of the challenges, DT and Telly, is our generation don't cook, right? We, We Uber Eats. Uh, 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 door dash it. You know, we don't even have pots and pans. You know, we got microwave meals. And so now you talk about farmers who are using their blood, sweat, and tears to grow quality food, but our people don't even know what to do with it when they get it because they have mm. not been in the kitchen and learning and studying under grandmama and passing down recipes and knowing what a, a pinch means of this and a tablespoon of this and a sprinkle of it. They don't know that. They know unwrap it, slide it in the microwave, put that bad boy on five minutes and 45 seconds, hit start, and do something else, get on your social media and pull it out and eat it. No, that's not quality food. And so we have to first do a change and change the palate and the diet of our community so that now we can appreciate the food. Now, during the pandemic, I want us to realize that every grocery store only has three days of food. Mm. So during the pandemic, when the truck stopped, there was only three days of food inside of those stores. So anytime, like in Atlanta, we had an ice storm, you all, it was not like in Illinois or Wisconsin. We had like a, a inch. It shut down the city for two weeks, right? Right, right. <laughs> so, infrastructure. Uh, infrastructure, right? And so you don't have the food on storage. So if we don't have deep freezes in our homes anymore, Mm. The chest freezer that grandmama had that she can pull yes. out and have, uh, give you she can give you Thanksgiving dressing in July. <laughs> we don't we don't even we don't even purchase stuff like that anymore. Well, Patrick, so, I gotta inter yeah. I gotta interject yeah. because I know you're busy. We got a question on the Truth Talking Text Line, okay. which is 833-212-1017. Patrick, my question, and this comes from Kim. Kim asked, Patrick, my question is, what can I use for pest control against the bugs that eat my greens and the chipmunks that eat my strawberries? Great question. Oh, that's a phenomenal question. And as you see on my shirt, it says doctor, scientist, pharmacist, and farmer, right? And so we have to be all of that. (laughs) And so let me give you some of my my scientists uh, that I learned from uh, Dunboy Elementary, okay? So... Uh, to keep the pest away, so anything with an exoskeleton, okay, you can use Epsom salt and water, right, because they don't like salt, so you can use that on there. You can get fish emulsion, and you can go to Walmart, get you some fish emulsion. You're going to dilute it in the water, and you're going to spray that on your plants once a month. That smell is going to keep the chickmunks and the deers away. Uh, you also can plant something called borage, it's B-O-R-A-G-E. And that's going to attract the beneficial pest that's going to eat those pests that's bothering your cabbage and et cetera. 
Um, these are things that I've learned in just these 10 years, but it's a joy being able to give it back because I know the only way that we can improve our community is we got to give away information free. So tell that caller whatever she needs, I can help. She can go to yourfaithforums.com and I can definitely help you out. She can go where? You want to repeat that one more time? Because I know a lot of people are going to have questions for you. Sure. It's yourfaithforms with an S at, at uh, dot com. Yourfaithforms.com. Yourfaithforms.com. Yes, ma'am. We stepped out on We're faith, DT. Uh, <laughs> we had no experience. <laughs> yeah, we're joined by Patrick Muhammad, my friend and farmer in Georgia. And Patrick, we appreciate you so much for joining us. And 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 on such short notice, uh, it's so great to catch up with you. And and when I get back down to yeah. Atlanta, I'm about to come by the farm. I absolutely have to come Please. by the farm and check it out. Please come, come, come by the farm. We we too old for crossovers, but we could go ride a horse and take a, a, a ride and go. <laughs> yeah, we can. Hey, we can we can ride some horses and talk about those days. <laughs> yes, sir. it's it's an honor. Uh, and and I'll leave you with this, uh, DT. Thank you for allowing me. And brother Telly, I love you, man. Keep making us proud. It's nothing that brings more joy than to see a fellow brother in East St. Louis and doing good work. Because you are a good man, and I'm proud of you, brother. Oh, I'm gonna cry! Oh, brother, I'm gonna and I cry. love you too. I love it. Absolutely. Thank care. you so much, Patrick Muhammad. Everyone, man, we got to get Patrick on more often, man. He makes me feel man. really good about myself. But, uh, but you know, I, what Patrick, I what I love. Again, thank you so much. What I love, Telly, though, is that I'm seeing more and more black men publicly love each other, and that's so important, especially for our younger black boys that you know see that. I love that when black men publicly show love and even use the words, I love you, brother. Man, that just, I'm done for the rest of the day, y'all. I'm going to go out here and just celebrate. The weekend is here. 